Kind World is sponsored by American Public Media, presenting the podcast, The Slowdown. The Slowdown offers five minutes of calm every weekday. One of the most celebrated poets of our time, host Tracy K. Smith, provides insight and poetry that offers a few moments of reflection. Listen to The Slowdown wherever you get your podcasts. Check out Business Casual, a new podcast by Morning Brew. Every week, host Kinsey Grant breaks down the biggest stories in business with the biggest names in business. They're diving into everything, from the economics of influencer marketing and the booming fitness industry, to the myth that is work-life balance and the ins and outs of M&A. Listen to Business Casual wherever you get your podcasts. Produced by the iLab at WBUR Boston. This is Kind World from WBUR. This week, we've got a story from NPR on WBUR's Only a Game. Here's Martin Kessler. Chris Street grew up in a small southern Iowa town called Humiston. He was an all-around athlete, but Chris's parents, Mike and Patty, knew their son's number one sport was basketball. Because when he would get done with football, then he would even come home and shoot hoops on the driveway. Chris eventually grew to six foot eight and got really good at basketball. In 1988, during Chris's sophomore year of high school, an envelope showed up at the street's home. It was a recruiting letter from Iowa. That summer, Iowa offered Chris a scholarship. He committed the next day. Winners slicing through the lane and setting up Street. Chris Street became a starter, averaging more than 10 points and eight rebounds a game. But there was one area he knew he could improve. Going into his junior year, he was upset that he missed some free throws, I think. And he decided to set his goal that he was not going to miss a Big Ten free throw. That was his goal. That next season, Chris made free throw after free throw. And he started approaching Iowa's school record of 33 straight, which had stood for 24 years. When the Hawkeyes visited Duke in mid-January, Chris's streak was at 32. Late in the first half, Chris drew a foul and went to the line for two shots. First one went in pretty good. That ties the school record. The second one kind of rattled around a little bit, but once it went in, the house kind of exploded. I couldn't. We exploded. We were very excited for the. We were ecstatic for him. Yeah. Just ecstatic for him. After the game, Patty left a message at her son's apartment. Telling him how proud we were of him and congratulations. Three nights after Chris set the record, on January 19, 1993, Patty was closing up the family's mom-and-pop convenience store when her husband showed up. I knew something was wrong when he came. And he said, it's Christopher. And I said, oh, did he blow out a knee? Because I thought, oh, he blew out a knee, you know. And Mike says that he told me, but I did not listen. I wouldn't listen. Chris's car had collided with a snowplow. Chris was pronounced dead at the scene. In the weeks after Chris's death, Mike and Patty attended some of Iowa's home games. They wanted to be there to support Chris's teammates, but eventually they stopped going. It was too painful. It just brought back too many memories, I guess, and that he's not here, you know, with us. Years went by. 
Mike and Patty stayed away from Hawkeye's games, but they were grateful for Chris's consecutive free throw record. It was very special because, you know, as a parent who's lost a child, you you don't want people to forget him. And I guess with that record, it it was just another thing to remind people not to forget him. On June 19, 1997, four years after Chris's death, Jordan Bohannon was born in Iowa City. He was the youngest of four boys. His dream was to play for Iowa. So when the Hawkeyes coach called to offer him a scholarship, Jordan accepted that same night. Before Jordan Bohannon's freshman season in 2016, there was a team banquet. That's when he met Mike and Patty Street. They'd started attending Hawkeyes games again. Talked to them a little bit, and obviously I knew a little bit about Chris, but I wanted to learn more. And the more Jordan spoke with the streets, the more he realized how much he and Chris had in common. It's kind of that weird spiritual connection that I've had with him. And then this past January, Chris Street's free throw record started to face a serious threat. And there's number 30, Bohannon. Two more in the well, Iowa by 11. You know, we, of course, we were watching it close. <laughs> it was one of these feelings that I had. I wanted him to break it because he's such a good person, good Hawkeye family person. We always said, who better to break it, you know, than Jordan? But yet at the same time as a mom, you'd like for your your own child to keep it too. So I it was just a flip-flop there for me anyway. In mid-February, Jordan Bohannon hit his 31st and 32nd straight free throws. A little over a week later, Iowa hosted Northwestern in the final home game of the season. Mike and Patty Street were in the stands. Late in the first half, Jordan tied the record. And then with two minutes and 15 seconds left in the game and the Hawkeyes leading by eight points, Jordan Bohannon went back to the free throw line with a chance to break Chris Street's record. I think Patty said, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) I think I did say that, didn't I? Here we go. 34 straight. And he does miss it. So he does not break the Chris Street record. Jordan's shot clanged off the front of the rim. Mike and Patty say they were shocked. Patty looked at me and said, do I do that on purpose? And I said, well, I don't think so. But after the game ended, the streets learned the truth. Jordan had been planning to miss his 35th free throw. Yeah, obviously that's not my record to have, and um, obviously that record deserves to stay in his name. I've heard a lot. I'm like, oh, Jordan, you shouldn't have done that for, you know, Christopher. You shouldn't have done that. You know, that's what I kept telling myself. But then as you have time to think, and you're like, wow, what an incredible, incredible act of respect and kindness. And Mike and Patty are back in the stands this season, cheering on Jordan and the Hawkeyes. It just brings back a lot of good memories now, and it's not the hurt. So uh, in that respect, it's, it's wonderful.
Thanks to Martin Kessler of NPR and WBUR's Only a Game for our story this week. Learn more about Only a Game at WBUR.org slash Only a Game. You can listen to more Kind World stories at WBUR.org slash Kind World and on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter at WBUR Kind World. And if you have a story of profound kindness, we'd love to hear it. Send us an email, kindworld at WBUR.org. I'm Yasmin Emmer. Thanks for listening.